Today, we're going to try something a little bit different. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Crypto Bobby. I hope you are having a great day, great night, wherever you're watching or listening in from. And yeah, like I said, today, we're going to try something a little bit different here on the YouTube channel, on the podcast. And what do I mean by that? Well, rather than talking about whether or not the price of Bitcoin is going to go up, down, or sideways, because quite frankly, no one has any damn idea, no matter what they say, or a variety of other kind of crypto-specific topics, I want to talk about my experience in the past three to four months building a business in the crypto world and some of the things that I've learned. And... This type of content is something that I've been thinking about maybe doing a little bit more of. So if you like this after you watch it, let me know if you hate it and want me to go back to kind of the old thing. I can definitely do that as well. So feel free to be as vocal and as critical in the comments as you would like. But if you're not familiar, over the past four months or so, I have been building out Proof of Talent, which is a technical recruiting firm that works with companies in the blockchain and crypto landscape at a really, really high level. I partner with companies that are hiring for talent in the blockchain industry, and then I go out and find and source and qualify that talent, connect the two together, and if somebody hires one of the individuals that I source, I end up getting paid. Not a bad business. It's something that I've done before. I was a recruiter my first job out of college and then worked uh, at LinkedIn. So have a have a strong background in, in technical recruiting, but that's kind of neither here nor there. I want to talk about some of the things that I've I've learned as I've gone about building a business because there is a lot of, I think, commentary, especially in the crypto world, too, of like this like high flying, fast success, Lambo driven world. And at least for me, <laughs> that couldn't be farther from the truth. It's been an absolute grind. Uh, and I don't know if I expected anything else, but I have gained the utmost respect for people that are kind of true entrepreneurs and are really going out there and kind of grinding on a daily basis to build something, especially when it is bootstrapped. So for context to I have no venture funding, uh, staffing firms or recruiting firms are not something traditionally that are kind of an attractive venture bet. They are a profitable company basically uh, from almost day one, but they are not a fast growth kind of uh, you know hockey stick style trajectory that typically attracts venture capital type investment. So I am in the scenario where, hey, I'm bootstrapping this whole thing. Uh, I'm paying for it kind of out of my own pocket. I am, uh, you know, on my own salary. I'm, I'm responsible for everything. If I don't make placements, if I don't bring in revenue, I don't eat. So that is, uh, that's kind of the, the area in which I'm in. So I am talking really specifically about a bootstrapped company. And there are a couple different things that I have come to kind of realize or some thoughts that I've had over the past few months that we'll hop into now. Before we hop into today's episode, I want to talk to you about my friends over at NetSuite. Look, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. But the problem that growing businesses have, and I've found this myself, that keeps them from knowing their numbers is the hodgepodge of business systems. You got one system for accounting, you have one system for sales, another system for inventory, it's a big inefficient mess when it comes down to managing your business and it's taking way too much time, way too many resources, and it hurts your bottom line. Well, look no further than NetSuite by Oracle. It is the business management software system that handles every aspect of your business in an easy to use cloud platform that gives you the visibility across business lines that you need 
to grow. And with NetSuite, you save time, money, and those unneeded headaches by managing your sales, your finance, your accounting, orders, HR instantly, right from your desktop, from your phone, anywhere with the cloud. And that's why it is the number one business management cloud system. So if you go right now, NetSuite is offering valuable insights with a free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash Bobby. That's netsuite.com slash B-O-B-B-Y to download your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits, netsuite.com slash B-O-B-B-Y. Let's hop into it. So the first thing that has been absolutely crucial when it's come to building proof of talent and getting it from uh, absolutely nothing to to slightly off the ground has been personal connections. And I am now of the thought where like you really, really, really need strong personal connections to be successful when you are building a business or at, at the very, very least, it helps to accelerate the growth. And why do I say that? Well, both on the candidate side, so I kind of have two really distinct groups of focus. I have the companies that potentially I can partner with to hire for, or I have the job candidates. And on both sides, I've had personal connections. I've had people that I know of that might be looking for job opportunities. And I also have people that I know that run companies that uh, I could partner with for their recruiting efforts. So having those personal connections on day one has allowed me to kind of accelerate the growth of proof of talent. And the vast, vast majority of the clients that I work with or the hiring companies have come through personal connections. Probably over 65, 70% of those, those people, I actually haven't reached out to. They've reached out directly to me because I've already been connected to them and they've seen some of the work that I've talked about online or in person or whatever it might be. And they reach out and they say, hey, you know, I'm having some trouble with, with hiring right now for XYZ, would love for you to help me out personal connections and a, a genuine network, not just like, Hey, I'm, you know, I know you, you know me. Um, but genuinely giving a crap about people is, is really, really massively important when it does come down to things. So I think that that level of connection is, is huge when you're trying to get something off the ground. The second thing that I think is massive, and this is probably the most important thing, but I don't think maybe a lot of people always love to talk about it because it's either not the sexiest thing to talk about or alternatively, it's not sexy to talk about when you're not making much money or you're not making any money, but focusing exclusively on things that are going to get that are going to generate cash for you are the most critical, especially when you're bootstrapping. You know, it's one thing if you're a VC-backed business and your trajectory is is growth or you're building a product and there's kind of a, a specific runway where you need to build that product. In a service-based business like a recruiting world, the number one thing that matters, at least initially, is generating cash because if you're not generating cash, I'm not going to be able to pay myself. I'm not going to be able to hire more people to work for me, to grow the business, to hire more people. It is a, it's a, there, there's nothing else that matters if you don't bring in revenue. And it's really easy as a, a new business owner and, you know, a new founder, whatever it is, there's so many different things that can sidetrack you, whether it's BS on social media, whether it is evaluating other things that you think might streamline your business or might be cool to think about in the long run, like, you know, Picking out, picking, doing stupid things like, oh, I'm going to pick out a business card, or ah, oh, you know, here's here's my my WeWork or whatever it is. Like, just focus on what's going to make you revenue. 
Focus on that, focus on that, focus on that because nothing else matters. You're not gonna have a business if you're not bringing in revenue when it's bootstrapped. So don't do the things that don't matter. Do things that matter and then as you grow, you can do those other things that are maybe more fun or more interesting or the non-revenue generating activities that aren't as much of a grind but you might enjoy doing. But in the beginning, your sole focus, my sole focus is generating revenue and making as much damn money as I can to hopefully hire more people and to allow myself to, to grow the company and to scale things to a sustainable point. The third thing, and this is maybe less important, but seems to be a debate online or just between people. You kind of have these two different schools of thought. There's like the old school uh, of thought where being in person, conducting in-person business meetings is going to be the most successful thing, the most effective thing for you. And you know, you're never gonna be able to build to to build a business without having a lunch with somebody, having a coffee, going to their office, having them at your office, whatever. Then there's the other side of the spectrum where you know you have this whole kind of remote work uh, type of environment and this push for remote work and this push for for social media and things like that. And from personal experience so far, both have been equally important. I think it is invaluable really to, to meet people in person. And I have generated significant opportunities by going to meetups and going to conferences and meeting with people and going to their office, having coffee, whatever it might be. There have been a number of different candidates I've met that way a number of companies, a number of introductions that I've gotten that I wouldn't have received otherwise by going to these in-person types of, of places where you're having face-to-face -face discussions. On the other end of the spectrum though, you can't match the scale of online reach. And whether I'm talking about social media, things like reaching out to people on Twitter, uh, being able to kind of handle things on a, in an online world, but then also Zoom calls, Zoom conversations, that type of thing, I don't think you should just focus on one. I think it's really critical and really important to focus on both trying to get to as many in-person types of, of meetings as you can while also balancing the massive reach that you can have with social media that you just can't match. Sometimes it's just not effective to, to fly to San Francisco when you're a bootstrapped company and you live in New York to have a meeting but if there's somebody that's 15 minutes away and you can hop on a subway and grab a coffee with them, or there's a meetup that you could go to and you can hop in, grab a coffee, grab a beer, whatever it might be, those are really effective uses of your, of your time. So you just kind of want to balance what makes the most difference for you and what's going to be as effective as possible for you. And it's a little bit of a trial and error game, but I think that it's it's foolish to ignore one or the other. I think you should try to do both as much as possible if you are building a new company. Meet people in person, but also leverage the scale that you can use with technology like Zoom or social media, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever it might be. The fourth thing that I believe is something that if you are trying to bootstrap a company, you're really gonna you're gonna find this out quickly. And this doesn't just apply to anybody who's bootstrapping a company. It could apply to being in any job whatsoever and really just to life in general. But I feel like to me, I've I've never felt this more professionally than I have right now, where you are solely responsible for for the money you bring in. You're solely responsible for your salary. Like I've always had a, a job with a large company. I've always had a steady salary. I've always had the prospect of commissions, but I've always had a steady salary. I know I'm gonna be able to pay my bills. Everything's gonna be good. In this scenario, if I don't produce, 
I might not pay myself that week or whatever it might be. So I found that the highs are, are really, really high and the lows are absolute, total, utter dog shit. They feel terrible. And there is no combination that you can consistently feel on a consistent basis. Like, you know, some days it might be a Thursday and I just have a great conversation. I bring on a new client. I have a bunch of awesome interviews lined up. I'm, I'm really feeling it. I'm in a groove. I'm working hard. I'm making things happen. And then Friday comes along and I have three candidates interview. All three of them fail the interview. Uh, one client maybe not isn't, isn't as happy, whatever it might be. There are, there, there's no, I, I've, I've really never felt it before where one day you might be on top of the world and the next day you're feeling like absolute crap. And it's important at least that I found right now to just kind of keep on trucking. No matter what, I can't let the highs get me too high and I can't let the lows get me too low. I just have to keep moving forward as best as I possibly can. And I think that that is useful advice because a lot of people I don't think want to talk if they're talking about just business in general. Everything is, you know, sunshine and rainbows and fantastic. And for me, at least, building a business has not all been sunshine and rainbows. It hasn't all been fantastic. It's been one of the hardest things I've personally ever done uh, in my life. And I would imagine that it is a similar feeling for most people. So I think it's it's worth talking about the fact that yes, there are scenarios where you know you close a big deal, you bring in money, it's awesome. But then for every one of those, you might have five days where it feels like you just got kicked in the stomach by uh, you know GSP and you are just keeled over and you don't want to you don't want to move on anymore. But you kind of have to. You got to keep on trucking and keep making it happen. And that is something that I've learned and I continue to learn and. I, every time I just get kicked in the stomach, kicked in the face, whatever it might be by the, the, the negative uh, action of the day, just got to keep moving forward. And the last piece of advice and just a random kind of thought that I had was work harder, then optimize, then work smarter. And why do I say that in general? I think there's, there's a, a trend for a lot of like business advice and things like that where you know it's work smarter not harder i think when you come out of the gates in a new job with a new company whatever you might be doing you want to work harder off the bat like you absolutely want to work harder because you don't necessarily know what's right what's wrong and you can't work smarter if you've never worked harder first so i think it's really important to work harder figure out where your hard work is not getting you any returns and then optimize for that. Then figure it out. Then say, okay, you know, I've worked my ass off for three months, but some things just aren't clicking. I'm not, I'm not doing great all around. So how can I optimize my hard work? And then don't just work smarter, but also work harder. So I think you want to work as hard as you possibly damn can, but then once you've optimized, then you can work smarter. But trying to do that out of the gate is, in my opinion, somewhat of a fool's errand. Yes, you obviously want to continually educate yourself. Yes, you want to always get better, but just work your ass off for a few months, figure out what works, figure out what doesn't work, and then optimize. That's something that I found is there have been certain scenarios where I put in a lot of effort on things, I've spun my wheels a lot, and my time is... is probably the most valuable thing I have right now. And if I am not utilizing my time correctly, 
I need to optimize that, but I need to figure out what, what part of my time isn't, isn't being used correctly, where, where I'm, where I'm having those shortcomings. And if you're not working your ass off out of the gate, you're never going to really figure that out. So just working smarter, not harder kind of seems like an excuse to be lazy in my opinion. So really the goal with this and these conversations, and again, if you enjoyed this, if you're listening on the podcast at crypto underscore Bobby, shoot me a tweet or an email, whatever it might be. If you're listening on YouTube, let me know if you enjoyed this overall. Uh, I'm going to try to be as, as transparent as possible when it comes to running uh, proof of talent. I think that you know, transparency is beneficial for for a new for a variety of reasons, but just continually talking about the things that are going well, the things that I might be struggling with, because every like I said, everything isn't always sunshine and rainbows. Everything isn't always easy. Life isn't always easy. And what I found out is building a business, sure shit isn't, but it has also been the most fun that I've had professionally. I've never been this excited professionally in my entire life. And I've had some really good opportunities. I've worked at fantastic companies. I've done awesome work and this has been the most excited that I've ever been professionally, but it, it, it doesn't come with its, uh, you know, its drawbacks or its difficulties or the obstacles that you have to hurdle over. So I want to be as transparent as possible and kind of continue to document where I'm at. Also, kind of selfishly for my own benefit too. I want to be able to look back in a few years, hopefully, and say, okay, you know, when I'm at 5, 10, 15, 20 employees, maybe, and you know, 5, 10, 15 million dollars in revenue, hopefully, I can look back and say, oh, three, four months in, I was dealing with this and this is how things change or this is how things are exactly the same. And if you are in a job you don't like right now, maybe, or if you are building your own crypto business or, or just building your own business in general, and yeah, hopefully this was just helpful for you. So I hope you enjoyed this as much as possible. If you did, let me know in the YouTube comments. Let me know on Twitter as well. Make sure to hit that thumbs up button, that like button if you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for your time. Crypto Bobby signing out. Hope you have a good one. Peace.